Hello and welcome to this episode of Root of the Matter. I'm Thomas Capps. Well, there's no doubt that West Tennessee will drastically change over the next few years. By the end of the year, Ford is expected to break ground on their multi-billion dollar facility called Blue Oval City in Haywood County. The new facility will be one of the locations where Ford builds their new electric pickup truck. Around 6,000 new jobs are expected to come with the plant. And that means development in an area that is mostly rural farmland. More than 100 farmers in the area recently gathered in Brownsville to ask local leaders questions about the new Ford plant and how it'll impact their operations. At that meeting, I talked with Clay Bride, who's in charge of the Megaside Authority of West Tennessee. So explain a little bit about exactly what is the, the task or, or the duty of, of the um, uh, is it a board that you sit on? Is that right? Is there kind of a board? Or? Not on the board. I answer to the board. It's an 11-member board. And um, our first charge is to make sure we deliver what was promised by the state to Ford. And that's a new interchange and a road system going into the megasite. Also a water and a wastewater treatment plant that includes storage tanks and a pipeline to the Mississippi River. So those are the deliverables with different uh, scheduled dates that have to be delivered to them so they can open up their plant in time to start manufacturing the Ford F-150 Lightning by 1st of 25. So that's our charge. Secondary to that, after we have the plants up and running, it's a municipality we run and we'll have that uh, We'll have the, uh, the water and the wastewater treatment plant. There will be an operator operating that facility, and we'll come up with a rate structure to charge the tenants that are using those, that infrastructure to pay for that infrastructure. So you heard some of the concerns from folks that many of these folks have lived here their whole lives. Um, how important is it to have functions like this to answer those questions? That way everyone is on the same page as this thing develops. So, you know, it, it doesn't seem to me that one person has all the answers for all the questions that come. I mean, we're focused on the authority and what's happening within the mega site and getting that, how everything uh, happens outside the mega site and working with local government, the city government, the county governments, the development boards that we talked about today. That is so important for people to be part of that discussion and to be involved. And everybody talks about we want to have smart development, land use development, and do everything the right way. But if we're going to do it the right way, it's really going to take everybody. Everybody that was here today, I mean, I, when we had a Fredonia meeting about a week ago, there was well over 200 people there. We were expecting 75. We had a tremendous turnout here today. I don't know if that was weather-related or interest, but, but it's good seeing that interest and hopefully having the dialogue and hearing their questions. We don't have answers for everything, but hearing what their concerns are, and for me being able to convey some of that back to the governor's office and what I'm hearing, and it's just like anything else, it's gonna take a village. Obviously from our standpoint, as Farm Bureau, agriculture, very important, rural Tennessee, very important, and many of these people, farmers in this room today, um, how do you strike that balance where obviously things are gonna change once this comes in, but uh, to still, protect agriculture and allow these farmers to continue to do what they've done for many generations and, and many years? Well, I mean, people have asked me in the past about what's going to happen to my property. And I might be outside my lane here, but I don't think anybody can make them do anything. Most of this property is zoned agricultural. So for the zoning to change, that's up to the, the counties and the development boards to change that zoning. And again, they need to be 
the people in this room that need to be part of their county and voicing their concerns. That's what will change it. And then they have the opportunity to do what they want to with the land. A question I didn't ask today, but was really curious, of all the farmers that were in here today, how many have been here generationally? And for me, thinking about those people that have been here generations handed down and what's about to come to them, that's, um, that's a big deal. I guess there's somewhat of a blueprint in the middle part of the state. We've seen Spring Hill, uh, Rutherford County with Nissan many years ago. Um, how do you learn lessons from, from those, the, the good that was done there and the bad that was done there? Well, I mean, the state is, you know, has some planning dollars out there to help these communities grow and, and to do it in a smart way, to look at the schools, where the residential needs to be, where it makes sense for industrial parts. Brooksy Carlton talked about that as far as the program they have as far as identifying the best industrial parts there. But everybody continues to talk about how we're going to be smart in doing that. And really the counties are concentrating on the counties, but I think the county's got to work with other counties outside and to come up with some sort of regional plan that makes sense for everybody. And that's a, that's a tall order. Definitely uh, some, some big opportunities though for, for even farmers with this coming in, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely, huge, huge opportunity for everybody. Any other final thoughts or anything that we've missed about any of this that you'd like to say or anything that, that farmers or, or the rural people of Tennessee in this area should, should know about this as, as this process kind of develops? My only advice for what it's worth is for these landowners to be smart, thoughtful, and patient with what they do. They don't need to jump on something that comes down the pike. It all needs to be part of a plan and thought through, and they need to be involved with their local government in what happens, because they have a say. And if you just let everybody else plan it, and you're not happy with it, the outcome, you can't really complain much. You may or may not know this, but, but are landowners already being approached by other developers? Have you heard of anything like that happening already? Or? I've heard a few spotty things, but I guarantee you there's got to be a, a lot of black SUVs riding up down co county roads trying to figure out who owns what. So as far as who's getting their door knocked on by outside, I don't know. Because not just the, the mega site and not just the Ford plant, but, I mean, these people are going to have to live somewhere, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they're looking. And whether that's in over on the Memphis side of the state or Jackson side, I mean, people are looking all over. They're coming. Again, that was Clay Bride with the Megaside Authority of West Tennessee. And as he mentioned, already farmers are being faced with decisions that will impact not only them, but also generations to come. The root of the matter? It's essential that farmers have a spot at the table to help plan for this development so that West Tennessee can grow in a healthy way and so farmers can continue farming. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Root of the Matter, and we hope that you'll join us next time as we dig deeper into the root of the matter of stories and issues of our most important industry, agriculture. For Root of the Matter, I'm Thomas Capps.